Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. I and tonight is uh, June 3rd, 2022. I'm so ha- happy you guys are listening to this podcast. Um, tonight, I am discussing Alien, the 1979 movie, Alien. And, and I have with me tonight some great guests. Um Miss Ingrid, Mr. Kevin Stevens, and Mr. Richard Moylan. Say hello, everybody. (laughs) Well, uh, guys, we have a great show this evening. Uh, Alien is actually a very good movie. But before we get into all that, I I just want to give congratulations to Miss Ingrid for graduating acting school. (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna be our little actress <laughs> thank you thank you very much I, I'm very humbled by that thank you you're very welcome and and Mr. Richard Moylan's wife graduated as well but she's gonna be a midwife we're happy oh, about that too <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I, forgot to, I forgot to mention that she's also um, APR, an APRN Oh, awesome. Wow. That's cool. Ooh. Awesome. Very proud of her. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, now that we've got all the good stuff out the way, let's get this um let's get all the entertaining stuff uh out the way as well. Well, not out the way, but you know, let's get started. <laughs> well, guys, first of all, uh Alien um, was released on May 25th, so it was actually uh, released last week, This uh, around right. this time, uh, uh, May 25th, 1979, and it's known more as a science fiction horror movie, uh, and uh, it was written, it was written by Dan O'Bannon, but it was directed by Ridley Scott. And stars Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, uh, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, Yafik Kato, and John Hurd. So, what do you guys... Don't forget the cast. <laughs> it, it was a good cast. It was really good casting. Uh, uh, what, do, what do you guys think about Alien? How did you um, enjoy it? Now, uh, uh, both Mr. Richard and, and Kevin, you guys are... Well, and you too, too, Ingrid. You guys are way older than I am, and I do not mean that to be offensive. <laughs> I don't think it is offensive. Life goes on, and you just get wiser. Yes, that's what I say too, Miss Ingrid. I am wise. I am more wiser at forty-two than I was at thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Age is just a number. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Well, when I was. When um, Alien came out, I was 17. Wow. Right, and my friend took me to see it at the theater at a matinee in the summer. We were out of school, getting ready to go off to college. And we go there, and we get the tickets, and he said, you know what, I've seen this already. I'm gonna go see this, go ahead and see it. So, I go into this theater, there's like, three people in there. Wow. Two of them are women. 
I couldn't make a sound because they would have known it was me. <laughs> so I had to sit in there and be quiet. And instead of, I couldn't do the good jumps and everything. I couldn't, in, in the theater, no one can hear you scream. You were like, oh. Yeah, so I, I, had to, I had to internalize that movie. Wow, what was happening? So, <laughs> alien is alien is special to me. It is very special. I was only nine when that came out, and my parents, my grandparents, did not let me watch horror movies. So I didn't. I was nine when it came out, but I was in my teens when I finally saw it for the first time. Ah, yeah. So yeah. I, I did not get to see it in the theater. Uh, Aliens and Alien Three, I did see in the theater. Yeah, right. Well, how did you like it when you finally got to see it, Richard? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, um, you know, people were telling me all about it when I was growing up, and it, 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 it lived up to the hype. Yeah, and if you ask me, there were jump scares, there was tension, it was claustrophobic movie. Oh yeah, they were just on that one ship, and it was it was great science fiction too. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I would. I do that one. They, they had that sci-fi going on. I was all about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's a scene towards the end of the movie. I'll I'll discuss it later. That to this day scares to this day scares the hell out of my father. <laughs> my father sat down and watched it with me once. He liked the movie, but there was one scene that got him, and it still does. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that is. <laughs> I, I can't wait either. But you know, I kind of like I've got I like. Well, like you said, we 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 don't talk about it. Oh, right, right. Well, in my opinion, uh, I mean, uh, and maybe it's because I am 42 years old. But, however, I saw this um, movie when I was. I remember my mom um, had um, bought the movie like when I was like five or six years old. I remember that, and um, and when I saw it back then. Uh, it didn't really scare me, scare me, scare me. But I, I knew it was a scary movie. But now I'm like, huh? You know, it, it, it is a good movie. It's a, uh, I think we can all agree that this movie is the great, a, a great piece of cinema. And, yes, it is. And um, but I, I, I also let um my son Christopher watch it. And now he loves it. He he tells me, "I want to watch Alien." I say, "Oh, really? Okay." <laughs> yeah. But I think that's because you they know, have it, no sense of mortality. Parents <laughs> <can> win. <laughs> the tension, the tension that's built up for an adult that can't get away from the situation that they're in is different than just seeing the nice monster as a kid. Right? Yeah. But that yeah, doesn't explain I, why Christopher likes it, though. <laughs> Maybe he should be scared of it, but he's not. 
I know, right, Richard? <laughs> you watch horror movies all your life. I'm quite sure you probably passed it on some kind of way genetically. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm sure my mom passed it on to me unwittingly. <laughs> I don't I don't think anybody passed it on to me. I mean I, I came across horror more or less by myself. Although being born on a Friday the thirteenth, maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know, and I, I've told this story numerous times, and I'm going to tell it numerous times more. My mom went to go see Halloween when she was pregnant with me, and so she she, she thinks that that's why I love horror movies. You was listening away. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm driven, driven towards sci-fi. Yeah, and for them to do, you can call this a horror movie all you want to. I view it as high, high art science fiction. Oh yeah, um, that just happens to be terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's in, in, in a different form, just like you have your kaiju's, like Godzilla and all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Gamera. You know, you got that, that, that's that kind of cinema that kind of sticks with me, mm-hmm. monster-wise, that I know anyway, you know, but, but yeah, they have some very, very good way. I'm sorry, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> I, I know, that's right. I know that, and I, that's not wait any, any further. Uh, well, uh, Miss Ingrid, who is your favorite character? Well, we know it's all going to be Ellen. Oh, yeah. Every single one of us is going to have the same answer. Yes. (laughs) She is my most favorite because she's, her character is balanced. And and she has morals. You know, she's fair. You know, she thinks things out. You know, that, I mean, and she was scared, but she fought. You know, yeah. I like a person like that. Yeah, you see her, but hey, it's either me or you. <laughs> right, right. I, I yes, and, and that I think that was her mindset too. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kevin, do you have the same answer? No. Oh. And no offense, Ripley was tight, um, but mm-hmm. remember, I said that I'm driven by sci-fi. The concept of the xenomorph, um, yes, the alien itself, its sophistication, its yes. adaptability, um, its ability to be born out of a host that it was not from, and then just obliterate all of these higher thinking beings. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, my my favorite character was the monster. Wow. Okay. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, nothing personal. I, I love Ripley. Um, I love I loved all the bad people on there. Um, it's just that the the sophistication of this untrained animal that was oh, able I got to you. deal with 
yeah, so, that was able to deal with these weird apex predators, humans. Mm-hmm. Not, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was my favorite. All right. And, and, and Richard, how about you? Who is your favorite? I'm sure you would probably agree with my thing, Rick. Because I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ripley's number one for all the reasons that you stated. You know, she she was tough. She was tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Um, especially she, in the in the later, especially in the later movies in the friend in the franchise. Aliens, <laughs> yeah, especially in Aliens. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my, yeah. I would also have to say that I I, I kind of liked Parker. <laughs> Park, uh, <laughs> my, my pronunciation is false. Yafet Kato? Yes, yes, yes. Kato. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's a good actor. If it hadn't been Ripley, I would have wanted to see Parker as the lone survivor. Yeah. He was, he was just, black. He was, he was a black guy. It was not going to happen. <laughs> that is so true. Guys Not in the seventies. It might happen now. Not in the seventies. There was there are a few out there, but most of the time it's always that way. <laughs> yes, I think it would be different now, though. I really do. If they made a re, if they made a remake or a reboot of Alien. Seventy-nine. No, no more. I know, right? I, I, uh, listen. I understand. I don't want them either. But, but you guys did hear, and I know I'm kind of getting away from what we're talking about. But you guys did hear that they are remaking Arachnophobia, right? Yes. I really and I don't it. like that. I'd like them to do eight-legged freaks again before Arachnophobia. Yes, yes, yes. I am. I'm going to do eight-legged freaks um, next summer. I'm in. And, and I got you on the schedule, Kevin. I I, I remember. It. Okay. <laughs> I got That's you cool. on the schedule, but but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, right. I think um, re a reboot of Alien probably wouldn't do so well. That's my opinion, unless they got some pretty darn good actors. If Michael Bay. Or JJ uh, Abrams, you know, they probably could kind of pull it off, but still messing with an original, you got the integrity yeah. of the film and everything, you know, it, it has to be really casted right and played very. And the director would have to, I mean, because Ridley Scott, he really loved Alien. And you could tell that just by the um, by the way the movie is directed. You know, you right. could tell that, yeah. you know, he had a kind of passion for Alien. And, and if you don't have that, I don't know, you know, I if think you, the, you don't the, have the love, you don't have, if, what kind of action? Oh, right, and, and I think one of the um, one of the directors that might be able to pull an alien reboot or or a remake off 
would be Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan's not bad. I mean, he did it for Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But they dipped in that alien pool so many times. Yeah, that's that, true um, too. Uh, I can't. I can't see what they could do with it. That would be that's fresh. true too. Because you know we have Alien versus Predator, and then we have. Uh, I think we have fun. even a second and third one of that. So yeah, Alien versus Predator was fun, and it's oh. not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be scary. No. Right. Alien versus Predator, as far as I'm concerned, that was like twenty years too late. Yeah, yeah. The time, the time for Alien versus Predator would have been like the late '80s. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, in between Aliens and Alien Three, and then you had Predator. I think in 1987, right, 88, 89. That would have been the time for Predator versus. That it would have been golden. They waited. They waited. Uh huh. When it came out, it was supposed to be scary. I just thought it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't supposed to be the kind of fun I had with it, right? You know, you, you, the, the concept of them doing a reboot in this universe—it's too played out now. Yeah, yeah. It's an overfished pond. Nothing left in that water but tilapia, and all the good fish are gone. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> let's go on to the second question I have. Who is your least favorite character? And uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin, we'll start with you this time. Who is your least favorite character on uh, Aliens? Just from a Me Too moment, I'd have to say the face hugger. Oh. Um, <laughs> wildly inappropriate <laughs> I'm right. just looking in there and you invade my space you stick something down my throat All right. Uh-huh. put your baby in me <laughs> right um, that, that, that's a no no I had no the, the antagonist other than the monster in this movie was supposed to be Bishop Bishop and the company Um, yeah, but um, through the lens of time, because I'm a little more sophisticated than I was when I was 17, um, it's the invasive nature of the face hugger. Um, yeah, that I have, I learned to view as a character and an entity in the movie, and it, it tend to tend to treat it kind of as a prop, just something to make you jump. And say, oh, what is this about? But this is, speaks to the level of sophistication to that life form that was adaptable to anything that came near it. Yeah, mm. you know, because it it wasn't for it wasn't made for humans. Nobody right. was able to take advantage of a human host. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm I'm kind of mad at the face hugger because <laughs> that was wrong. I know. Right? That, that, that is, well, well, you know what? I did. I did look up uh, on IVD uh, or IMDb, yeah. and because uh, you know, I I always go there for my five fun facts, and I, I didn't write this down. I probably should have now that I think about it. But uh, they did say that, uh, uh, or uh, it said that Ridley Scott and Dan Bannon 
they were trying to think of something, you know, how to get the alien on board. And uh, they thought of how um, the alien would just uh, kind of like have sex with somebody. Like, yeah, like yeah. rape them, you know. And they were yeah. they were actually toying with the idea of it being a woman. But but they didn't because of the rape because of the rape analogy they didn't want to do that so they right. went with the man instead. But that's still what happened. Yeah. yeah. There's a violent there's a violent intercourse between one species and another with the intent of impregnating the recipient. Right. Malicious, malicious, <laughs> totally malicious. Mm-hmm. I I didn't I didn't like that thing at all. I have to agree with you. I I, I the face hugger is the worst. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the least liked character. And uh, Mr. Richard, how about you, sir? Who is your least favorite? I would have to say Lambert. Mm-hmm. Veronica Cartwright. Yeah. Yeah. Good Pick actress. Them. I like her. Yeah. Uh, she did one of the Candyman movies. Oh, yes, she did. That was her. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was her sister. Because, you know, her sister is an actress, too. They both did um, They did the remake of who, who, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, with, with how tough as nails Ripley was, uh, Lambert just shrank. Yeah, she, yeah she, she, wanted, she was. She wanted nothing more than that. Get get off that ship. Yep, she knew it. She was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I think if if the if her character had been written a little differently, I think she would have gone for that shuttle pod and left everybody else behind. I well, certainly yeah. think so too. I I that think so too. That would have been. Well, great. you know, uh, I, and I think the um. Again, you know the IMDb. Um, uh, in the um, director's cut, I believe it is. I think there's a, a scene in there that's uh, that wasn't in the theatrical um, version yeah. where she slaps Ripley. Yes, yeah, that was insane. I have a I have a that... DVD with added scenes. Yeah. Oh, but, you know what? Uh, me and Brian. Me and Brian, we have we do have the DVD, uh, the DVD set, but I think it's from the 1999. So I don't think that it's, um, yeah, well, maybe not 1999, maybe 2000 something. So it's kind of, it's not the, you know, the version that everybody else has. I think. Yeah, those deleted scenes are part of like a special feature. But yeah, there, yeah, there is a scene where uh, where Lambert goes after Ripley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I, I mean, so, I guess she was, I mean, I she had to take that out um, because she, her character, if she had done that, would have shown too much strength. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Right. Lambert was just weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. probably why they decided to nix it because, like you said, Kevin, she was a, she was a victim. You know, she wasn't a, yeah. She wasn't as strong as Ripley was. 
that mm -hmm. it can use that host mm -hmm. and then when the gestation is long enough leave without caring about the damage done to the host right yeah right whatever is available and it's yep. there and it's got a mouth hey remember in, in alien three the creature came out of a dog yeah yes remember mm -hmm. i will I tell you that. i didn't see alien three um I saw it. It could not keep me engaged like Alien One and Two did. Yeah, you know, me and Miss Ingrid, uh, we discussed Alien Three with uh, uh, with Bryant and uh, Constance Goodrich yeah. and Nathan Dilla and his wife Amanda Dilla, and uh, I uh, I never I did not think that people didn't like Alien Three until i have read it like this week there there was an article about it um so i, I forget where i read it from it might have been fangoria online and a lot of a lot of people did not like alien 3. i did not know that I, I, it was lazy it was lazy. Yeah, well, it was I, anticlimactic I, I mean aliens was I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't follow that. <laughs> That's for sure. Me and Brian did discuss aliens on the podcast, too. I'm not feeling that. Yeah, and I found that out. I found out that a lot of people didn't. But we, I mean, when we discussed it, I mean, I, me and me and Brian and Nathan, we all were like, like you know, hey, this is a good... To I guess to us in our opinions, it was a very good uh, movie. Uh, I, you know, uh, I can understand you saying that it would be how it could have been lazy because of, um, especially with them killing off, you know, Newt, and they killed off um, Michael Bean's character, or however you say his last name, Michael Bean. I, I think it is. Uh, he he was on Terminator. Michael uh, Fassbender? Huh? So Fassbender shows up in Prometheus. Fassbender shows up in 2000s on like Prometheus or something. Oh, right. okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bean, he uh, was on part two. I forget his name on um, Aliens, but he was, I mean, he was good. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, you have, um, uh, I don't know what they did with Bishop. I think they might have killed Bishop off uh, in part three as well. But so I can understand why people didn't like part three. But I don't understand why people didn't like part three because I actually thought it was good. Now, it wasn't as good as the first alien or aliens because, I mean, let's face it. How do you follow up? against greatness if you can't if you can't then you shouldn't it's just a cash yeah. grab mm -hmm. yeah what do you think richard um i i i gotta i i liked it i like part three um i thought they tried to they tried to get that claustrophobic feeling from the first movie back mm -hmm. so in, in, in alien you were in a very confined space aliens you were running around on a whole planet Right. And then they bring it back to that enclosed area, the prison. Um, there were some parts that could have been better. I like the ferocity of the xenomorph because it came out of the dog. Um, yeah. 
on a, on a scale of one to ten, I think I'd give part three maybe a six or a seven. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's fair. Uh, that That's is fair. fair. That is fair. That is. Uh, <clears throat> well, um, uh, Rick, uh, no, Miss Ingrid, what was your favorite scene on, uh, on Alien? My favorite scene is the one where the guy that was looking for Jonesy, Jones, the cat. Yeah, that was Brett. Yeah. And how that sucker came out, the initial, you see the whole initial thing of where it reveals itself. That, it, I was like, Whoever thought of drawing this that amazing. I mean, like oh, you said, him. it is right. thought. Well, he is like, Mwah. I mean, right. he tells everything. You know, damn, I mean, details, even when he's chopped the other set of teeth out of his mouth. You know, that that right there made me scared like, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. One, one thing, Ingrid, that you mentioned is that when you when you first see the alien, you don't really see him. Right. You see bits and pieces, but you except for the end when Ripley blows him out the um the, blows him out the airlock. You yeah. never really get a good look at him. Yeah. That's and true. It, it, I think that's where they that's one problem I have with aliens. Yeah. Too much of them. Right. Yeah. What was terrifying about it is you just got bits and pieces and just the dangerous bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, the only reason that it was necessary for aliens, like you said, to have shown them in their entirety would have been for the fight between Ripley and the Queen. And the Queen. Right. Yeah. 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 I love that one where she was inside that walking uh forklift <laughs> that was a four, yeah it was a forklift yeah that forklift yeah. would look a little more like a robot type <laughs> you know and she was fighting for for the for, for the little girl you know make sure the little girl wouldn't get hurt get away from her you bitch <laughs> <laughs> it was that was classic man it's just how you know? And, and you know what? I, I do love the special effects. Mm -hmm. The special they effects for—I awesome. mean, come on now, for 1979, that Thank was awesome. Yep. But again, yeah. like uh, Richard said, they were judicious in the use of that monster. They mm -hmm. didn't show so much of it, which mm -hmm. led to the terror. All you saw was enough to kill. Right. Yeah. Well, shoot. Uh, one of my my favorite scene actually is um uh, uh and I agree that the that the whole chest bursting scene that's an iconic scene. I mean, every time you know they have a top one hundred horror scenes, that is always in the top one hundred. But but I actually liked when Dallas went looking for the alien. And the alien got him because, yeah, because like what you got, like what you and Richard have been saying, uh, Kevin, you can't, you don't really see the alien until until you see the alien, 
So, and I, I really liked that. I really liked yeah. how, you know, we didn't see him. With, Lambert was saying, you know, oh, it's coming towards you. It's coming towards you. Get out of there. But as soon as, mm-hmm. as when he couldn't, when he got to him, all you saw was yeah. like the face. The arms. The arms and yep. the face. The arms and the face. Yep. That's the arms. The arms and the face. I love that scene. The first time I saw that movie and everybody's screaming to Dallas to get out of there. You know, uh-huh. right mm-hmm. I'm Oh my God! Get the hell out of there! I know. I would. <laughs> You're on pins and needles. I would not be in that small. I mean, oh. that was a small area. Oh, but in yeah. and but see, that was the point. I I I think that was the point of the whole movie. Claustrophobia. Man, you know, going down you want the, 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 they yeah. wanted you to feel claustrophobic because you know mm-hmm. if you feel that way, you feel how they were feeling. Well, it was I a big ship, that. but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, if you weren't trying to get away from anything, it was a good size ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that, true. That was huge. I, I, I would have to agree. Yeah, but, they could have they could they could have done some more with that probably. Yeah, added a few more things to it, you know. All right. Well, uh, what is everybody's least favorite scene? Like, do you guys have a scene that you didn't like? And uh, Miss Ingrid, we'll come to you um, for this one first. Do you do you have a scene that you didn't like in Alien? No, I, you know the whole movie was good. I mean, you know, you don't, usually you always got one person that likes to be the off one. You know, the one that's really nutty and crazy and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know they, they didn't have that in this which is good because you know you you could actually tell more feel more of the story you know you don't have to sit there and be like you know alien enough is a, is an antagonist more than having somebody that's also crazy and then they have to worry about the alien and the crazy person you know, they focus just on the alien, which is what I liked about it. Uh, uh, well, not, no. You said not liked about it. Oh, wait a minute. Not liked about it. Yes. When he killed, the way that he killed Lambert and Parker. Oh. Now, see, that's I... What I did, that's why I didn't like. I didn't like that part either, but for uh probably for a totally different reason than you i didn't Mm -hmm. like it because they didn't really show us (laughs) what what he did what they did what what happened i mean i I mean you hear lambert screaming and stuff but we don't know what happened you know and and, i mean I, I kind of, I, I understand about, you know, using your own imagination, and which I did do that. You, you have to, they have to give you that in a movie. You gotta, yeah. you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, we are a visual people. We like to see yeah. the visuals. Blood and guts, blood and guts. <laughs> <laughs> but your imagination is scarier than anything they can show you. This is true. And the truth. Langston Hughes, who spoke about 
the economy of language. Um, if you yeah. can get away with not saying too much. Right. And that's what Ridley Scott did. And mm -hmm. he didn't yeah. show too much. He left a, the terror that we can produce. And yeah. to trying to show everything. Yeah. Because you, you, you are totally That's my interpretation. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I agree, uh, Kevin. I, I, I agree. Because, you know, I, I mean, it does make the movie a lot scarier when you use when you have to use your imagination and that's why a lot of people love to read the books other than the movie uh, other than watch the movie especially where you know Stephen king is concerned because you know they they say that the books actually you know your so your imagination just runs wild they're, they're so descriptive you can't put it down that's the thing that's the beauty of it is the to, to be able to visualize actually what is being said that is being read. And, and that's that's why I think uh, I, I like shows like X-Files and Supernatural mm -hmm. is that yeah. uh, like in those first couple of seasons of both shows, you never got a good look at the creature. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually am a fan of the alien. first two seasons of Supernatural. It kind of went downhill for me in, in like the third and fourth season. I didn't really care for it after that. <laughs> Kevin, you agree? I, 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 no, I, I don't I, agree. I'm saying I've I, got I, dibs on Stranger Things. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Join yeah, me. Know, me Join me, me on too. Sunday. I, I actually made a room. Uh, where we are going to talk about Stranger Things. Yes, we are going I, to talk I, about Stranger Things. Everybody, everybody in the group page, if they want to join, they can. I, I, I made a room. And, and as a matter of fact, if you go on the group page right, uh, right after this podcast, just let me know that you guys want to go ahead and join because I made a room for it. Yes, yeah. on Sunday at 8 o'clock p.m. Central time. All right. Yes, that and it's for everybody true. in the group. I, I just mean it's a sidetrack or anything. But oh no, no, you're fine. You're fine because listen, Stranger Things. I believe that um, the Duffer Brothers love the Alien the movie twins. because if, if season two was nothing but aliens. Yeah. The movie Alien, yeah. the second yeah. Aliens. That was it was nothing but with the Demodogs. I got yeah. a request. Uh -huh. I have not. I only saw the first half of season one of Stranger Things. So I'm going to ask you, you don't uh, say anymore. Oh, oh okay, we won't say anymore. Okay, we we'll watch <laughs> it. If if you don't like it, I'll pay for your rental. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're gonna I, love it, I, Richard. I we won't say anymore. But if you want to join the if you want to join the, the room chat, uh Richard, it is available to you on Sunday. We will I, I couldn't I, I feel like um you know how Kane, how the alien was bursting out of his stomach. I feel like that with Stranger Things because yeah. I want to talk about it so bad and it's like it's trying to get out. It wants to get out. <laughs> And, and, uh, I'll see if I can get Shari in with it too because she loves it. Oh yes, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and, um, 
it's, this is not a spoiler, Richard. It's not a spoiler, I, okay. I promise. Okay. But I just want to say that what I love about Stranger Things is there's a balance. It's a balance. Yeah. You have horror, and then you have the comedy, and then it's just it's just combined, and it's so good. And you it's know, got yeah. sci-fi, too. Yes, but sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yes, the sci-fi. I, I like scary things in in in, in space. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like scary. Things. And, and, but you know what? In is is um, I I don't know what to say about it except for it's good. And now we'll move on because Richard hasn't seen it, and I'm going to start spilling things. <laughs> <laughs> so we know, move right? on. Right. Right. Like I said, it's trying to get out, you know, and, and so I, I said, I have got to let this out. So let me make a, let me make a chat room about it so we can finally talk about this movie. <laughs> I mean, not movie, but this series. So yeah. I made it, I made a room of uh, Kevin Ingrid, go to the group page right after this podcast and go on um, this, let me know, let me know that you want to be a part of it. So I can yeah. uh, include you guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn as much as I can, man. <laughs> uh, you should. You should. You know, I really believe what's missing from these movies today or these mm -hmm. series today. Uh, mm -hmm. Good actors. Authenticity. Uh, You're not wrong. Yes, I I think since um, I, I I don't know if you want to go back to uh, episode one of Star Wars: Phantom Menace. It's way it's like around that time, uh, quantity is they they think quantity is better than quality, mm -hmm. right? You know, everybody's so obsessed with making uh, the the best special effects that they can. George mm -hmm. Lucas, um, <laughs> leave Lucas alone. <laughs> I will, it, it, I will like, reach through the screen and force choke <laughs> you. Leave Lucas alone. <laughs> the only, the, the only, like, you know what I admire about Lucas is that he making the the, the the biggest spectacle they can. The shiniest thing. Right. And everything else just falls by the wayside. But yeah. the thing yeah. is that he, I love he, I love he, the first Independence Day. Yes. Yeah. Loved it. The but writing. The writing. Yeah. The writing. Yeah. And then Resurgence came out 20 years later, 20 years too late. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was not good. Nope. It, it, it not was, at all. It was special effects. It was one space battle after the other. And I think the only person do, doing any acting was Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Yeah. And he was just being Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. He, he was being yeah. Listen, yeah. I cannot wait until Jurassic Park or Jurassic World yeah. Dominion yeah. next week. I cannot wait. Yeah. I know. 
I want to see that is I'm, going to be I hope epic. They're showing it in IMAX. I want to see it in IMAX. We diverge um, because I'm going to have to go in a moment. So let's do Alien. Yes. I, I, yeah, we got yes, I'm track. sorry about that. I, no, now, no, it's, uh, it's fun, but it's like I want I want to finish this instead of cutting you guys off. Oh anything. yeah, yes sir, yes sir. Well, okay, let me go on to my hey, next. At least week. we all like each other. Yeah, yeah, we all love each other. <laughs> well, okay. What in your opinion made Alien a bona fide horror movie? Uh, Kevin, we'll go to you um, for this one first. What do you think, you know? My, person, my personal experience with it, being isolated with no, with no exit. Yeah. I would, I couldn't get out of my own space because it was only a couple of us in the theater and I was the only guy. So oh. that. There's a lot to carry as a dude when there's women around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I could not respond. I had no vent. I had no release. Like I said, I had to internalize the thing. So I experienced the horror with them because yeah. I couldn't get, there was no way I felt trapped. I, I'm a teenager. I had no experience on being trapped in something like that. So mm -hmm. I couldn't get away from it. It was intimate, and um, it was just me. It was, it was a theater. Mm -hmm. It was in my face. This monster was the size of, you know, and his teeth. What oh. all you see are his teeth, mm -hmm. and when mm -hmm. you see him crawling out of the ductwork in the escape pod, mm -hmm. and that big head reveal on that thing too. It's, Long no. as hell. <laughs> it was, um, it was oh. impactful from the perspective of suspense that was realized, but suspense that was unrelenting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, if you got no relief from it, there was no break. Nowhere nope. to run. Yeah. In, in space, no one can hear you scream. It's almost a perfect tagline. It yeah, is. It is. And it's yeah. a theater. They would have heard me, so I couldn't scream. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. They they would have looked over and saw you, and you would have been so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta keep composure. You can't let yeah. your emotions. No, no. I had to keep quiet. I had right. no composure. They couldn't see me, but I had to make sure they couldn't hear me. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Change my pants going on that day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Richard, how about you? What, what, in your opinion, makes this a bona fide horror movie? The tension, the building tension. It's almost right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Almost right from the beginning. When the, when they wake up out of their sleeper pods and whenever, you can feel that something is going to happen. Yeah, it, 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 I, almost seemed, it almost seemed. It almost it almost seemed like too. Yeah, like you you know how sometimes it could be a little bit too quiet. Like okay, oh, yeah. it's mm -hmm. too quiet. What's going on? What's about to happen? I remember, it's always quiet before the storm. 
exactly. I don't remember if I saw this in a movie or if I read it in uh, something that Stephen King may have written, but it's like you're at the mercy of Ridley Scott. Yep. For that one hour, 50, however many long minutes. 58 minutes. It's mercy. Uh, this and of... he is saying to you, I'm going to show something that's going to scare you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to tell you when. Yeah. You're, you're being programmed to go nuts. Yeah. With the tension. And the, 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 the building the whole fear. Thing. And then, Filmmakers like Ridley Scott, uh, give me some other guys, David Cronenberg, Hitchcock, they are sadists. Mm -hmm. They are the ultimate sadists. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we got to do the birds. I got dibs on the birds. Oh, yeah, the the birds, (laughs) yeah. I, I have oh, yet to oh, put that on my schedule, but it will be going on my schedule. <laughs> all, of that, all of that, you know, the director, yeah. the director is, is sitting there. You're 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 in your putty in their hands. And that's yes, what we got. Yeah. That's what we have with Ridley Scott and Alien, and I think Good that's what makes scary. it one of these. One of the. It's in my top ten for scariest movies ever. Oh yeah, uh, especially scariest space movies, especially yeah. that. Yeah, I just it, like being one of his movies. Uh, well, he's 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 one of the directors that I was, you know, I had to write a list of directors that I like and whatnot. Oh yeah, you of know, course, you know, and, being an actress. Yeah, and he he's on my list. You know, like I said, with Michael Bay and uh, uh, you want to say, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of directors that you know that are really good, especially a bunch of good horror directors. There's a lot of oh, Zack Snyder for the um DC universe, you know. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, Miss Ingrid, uh, 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 what to you, in your opinion, what makes this a bona fide horror movie? What makes this a bonafide horribly is that you're sitting on the edge of your seat from the time it begins. You get, what, maybe five minutes of that before stuff starts to happen. And I like movies like that that are fast-paced. Yeah, I'm saying here. You know, I don't like a lot. Some slow burners are good. Yeah, some of them are good, yeah. Some, you know, but when you got me from the beginning of this movie of wanting to know what's going on and why it's going on and how it's going on, you know, I mean, it's, it's magnificent to see a director's vision. True. Yes. In a movie. And to see it actually playing out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 I, have, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Well, guys, we're going to take another quick little break. But when we come back, I am going to ask Kevin, because of the sake of time, uh, uh, how does it pertain to the Bible to him? Uh, I'll be asking that in one minute.
I got nothing on that one, Latrice. <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, how, uh, in your opinion, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get to um, say how I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot all about me. Uh, uh, in my opinion, I would have to say, uh, um, in my opinion, what made this uh, uh, movie a bonafide horror uh, film was um, the terror. You know that one feels knowing that there's really no one there there to save them. I mean. Uh, because, you know, it, it was all up to them, you know, they didn't have the cops, you know, they didn't have anybody else, you know, mm-hmm. it was only the seven of them. And so I, I, I kind of typically get along 100% of the time. So that's, that's yeah, great. that's another thing. That's going to create problems. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, and if you don't, if you can't trust the person next to you to, you know, to help you out or save you or, uh, you know, or do, you know, or, you know, be the protector. Although I, I do give Parker his props because he did kind of sacrifice himself when him and Lambert were, you know, stuck in there with the alien, you know, uh, when the alien, you know, like kind of like moved towards Lambert, Parker did like kind of, you know, uh, jump on it. He jumped on his back. So, you know, but for me, the terror would be, you know, who who is around that is going to help us, you know, right. with this. And one of them wasn't even human and didn't care if you lived or not anyway. And yeah. you're saying, and your, your partner could be this homicidal android with an agenda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, like and that is the, that's the yeah. scary thing about it that that to me is the scariest of all you know mm-hmm. it, it's like like you don't know who to trust you don't know who to rely on you don't know uh, you know you just don't no, know yeah. because you know it's the seven of you six you know six ex- excluding ash because he was he did turn out to be an android so you know essentially you know you have the six of you guys you know, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's pretty scary. Yeah, especially the way that that Ash was. He was a totally. I mean, you would have to look really hard to tell that he was an android. You know, because you do something was off about him anyway. You know, but you just wasn't quite sure. Yeah, he, he keeps uh, yeah he keeps drinking out of this cup at various points in the movie. I thought of it, you know, it's a it's this opaque liquid. I thought maybe it was milk. Yeah, but then but later was, on, uh, when they're when they're smacking him around and the stuff comes flying out of his mouth, he's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's not milk. Yeah, no, that wasn't milk. I I thought it was acid. That's what I, I thought. thought. It was- I thought it was 30 weight synthetic. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, how does alien, in your opinion, pertain to the Bible? Okay. Since I am a fan of the Bible itself, yes. including Torah and Talbot, um, 
I believe in intelligent design. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. There is no way that this xenomorph could have come into being by something as random as evolution. I mean, look at the uh, the name itself, Xeno, meaning strange morph, being able to change shape and stuff. For you to be able to adapt to any life form that you come across, that is not something that can just happen in a vacuum. Yeah. So even, even in the context of horror and sci-fi, I see a created creature. Not one Amen. that just adapted because you don't get a chance to adapt in space like that. What are you going to find as a host? What are you going to, you can't adapt that fast to what is an alien ecosystem to you. So the alien comes across a human being. You don't even know what a human being breathes. Right. I mean, the alien was living in a vacuum when the humans showed up, latched into the human and was able to adapt to it. Hmm. And, and if you see the big alien that was in the original ship that had its chest all blown out and stuff too, it was able to right. adapt to that as well. That speaks to me of a creative design because adaptation, evolution doesn't have time to respond that quickly to that type of um, change, environmental pressure. Yeah. Yeah. An opportunity. Mm -hmm. So it, it it's kind of a, it, it smacks of intelligent design. It smacks of um, somebody creating a weapon because whenever I look at alien, I don't remember the thing eating anything. I just remember it killing. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. So I don't remember. Right. Like Ash said, it's a perfect killing machine. It is a mm -hmm. biological machine adapted to kill other things. So That's it was right. a created creature. Mm -hmm. And um, anytime I see a created creature, I think of us. And I think of the fact that we were created. It might seem yeah. a long stretch for me to go from that to the Bible, but it fits neatly for me. Yeah, yeah, well, I, understand. It's, I understand. It's, it's, it's good that the creator creates the creator that creates something for you to be able to enjoy. We were created, <laughs> we were created, if you can believe it, we were created in his image. One of the most profound things he did was create. Yeah. Yes. So we should be creative. If, mm -hmm. if we were created in his image, the most profound thing he did prior to the point of salvation was creation itself. So yeah. we should be little creators creating little universes. Right. Yes. Amen. That's good. That's that's mm -hmm. my pulpit for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, and I, I, I will add to that. Uh, you know, I'm not a preacher or anything, but I do, I do remember, um, but I play one on television. <laughs> I'm not a preacher, but I play one on television. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, my cousin, well, my cousin's wife, 
And she actually had an experience with real with real aliens. Wow. Uh, she said that her and um, her and my mom and her cousin Ronnie, because that's that's his wife, Kim. Uh, my mother and um, her cousin Ronnie, their or my cousin Ronnie's mother, and somebody else. I want to say it was Ronnie's mother and possibly, quite possibly Kim and her mother. I can't really remember, but I do remember the story that she told. And mm-hmm. she, she said that um, that they were driving, it, it was in Michigan, Kevin. They were, uh, they were driving from Ann Arbor to uh, Lansing, I, I think. That, I think that's how the story went. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they were driving, uh, they saw lights, you know, and the light, and it was at night, it was at night, but she said that the light, they weren't coming from the other cars. It was like coming down from the sky. And she mm-hmm. said that um, that all of a sudden, they were just like in a straight line, like a perfectly straight line. And uh, and of course, you know, uh, my brother didn't believe her, and uh, uh, and and she was like, and she asked, she asked, she said, "Do you think that we are the best that God could do?" <laughs> For the only. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Well, that is a good question that I don't have an answer for." Why? <laughs> Because you know that's for another show. Yeah. But I I will say that I went a different direction with it. That was good, though, Kevin. It really was. But I went went a different direction. I I said that they could have used a little bit more wisdom. Yeah, right. I I think because, you you know... um, there's a scripture, um, and I wrote it down. Uh, oh, uh, it says, um, where there is strife, and that this actually, uh, and Richard, you said it so perfectly. Uh, you know, when they weren't really getting along 100% of the time, and that could be, you know, that, that could be very dangerous. And that, and that yeah. speaks to my scripture. Where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. And to me, you know, nobody wanted to really listen to anybody. I mean, uh, like when uh, Ripley didn't want to let, she didn't even want to let, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy that... Dallas Kane. Yes, Kane, Kane, Kane. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, she didn't. Kane. She didn't want to let Kane back into the back into the latch because she said, like she said, you know, we have to quarantine, you know, because right. you have this thing on you and we don't know what it is, you know. But Ash overrode her, and then, like I said before, you know, Lambert put up a good. I mean, she said, you know, she put up a good, pretty good idea. You know, let's get the heck out of here. Let's abandon yeah. this ship and just yeah. get out. You know, and nobody yeah. wanted to listen to her either. You know, she and was in that fight, that fight or flight mode. Uh, yes, yes. 
and so I, I kind of think that, you, you know, they could have just used a little bit more wisdom. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's where I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. You know, the, a little more pizzazz to it. Miss <laughs> yeah. Ingrid, how about you? How does it pertain to the Bible in your opinion? Um, we don't go up in space and end up messing with other different types of beings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is some. There are some places that God just does not allow us to go. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. This should be the 11th commandment. Thou shalt not open space eggs. And yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's in the book of no. Uh, <laughs> chapter one, verse one. Yeah. A very short piece. And I can quote it from memory. It says, no. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. No. That is all it says, and that's all we need to know. Yeah, no, I don't want it. It's it's in other languages too. In, in Latvia, it says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in Buenos Aires, they say no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's universal. It, it's binary. Um, in right. machine language, it says. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. I agree with all of the languages. I think that's even part of the Torah. That says, no. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Richard. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, there. I mean, seriously, there's just some things that God does not want us to know and i think that's one of them right i think that's space, why we have planet earth yes exactly <laughs> it's, exactly it's not relevant it's not relevant all right here's the deal are there other creatures out there did he create stuff other than us it is irrelevant to the story that he's telling with us humans mm -hmm. yes. it doesn't matter when it's all said and done perhaps that'll be answered but the main thing we have to deal with is our human condition and becoming what he created us to be. Yes. Right. And that's what, that's what the world has lost. I, I think you've got a good point there. I think that no matter what religion you follow. Mm -hmm. if, if, you, if you believe in intelligent design, um, I'm, I'm, as a Christian, I'm technically Judeo-Christian. Mm -hmm. if, if it were not for the Jews, I wouldn't be a Christian. <laughs> because so, the one I follow was a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no problem. Thanks for training him. <laughs> um, and um, it's if we when it's all said and done and we get all the answers at the end i believe if he's granting wishes at the time that <laughs> i'll be able to go and see some of this other stuff and see the other stuff he made but right. until then 
um, there has to be a certain level of mastery of me. Right. Right. Um, and I have to leave now. <laughs> yes, sir. I thank you for your input. That's exactly why I wanted to get to this question. I wanted you to answer this question. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. um, All right. Well, go to the go to the group page. Go to the group page, Kevin, and 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 let me know if you want to um uh go on, okay, be on the. There. Yes, please do All that. Cool. All, All right. right. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 As soon as I can leave this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Richard, you you should remember Kevin. Remember, he was on the it um discussion with us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He yes. was on the it discussion. He had to leave early then too. So, yeah. but um, yeah. but uh, yeah, he has two small kids at home, so I'm pretty sure he has to put them to bed. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, uh, but I wanted to get to that question because I knew that he was going to have to leave early. But I do have one last question for both you, Richard, and you, Miss Ingrid. Uh, and I think we kind of already went over it, so um, uh, I don't even know why I have this question here. But because I do do think that we went over it. But uh, whose kill scene was? Uh, the more Ooh, creative. No, no, oh, man. Ladies first. <laughs> uh, like I said before, dude that was looking for Jonesy. Uh -huh. <laughs> to me, that was the most creative kill. The first thing I seen, that was the most creative thing I seen. I could not believe that second row is coming out of the you know <laughs> that that is the crazy <laughs> and richard how about you sir what's your what is the most creative kill hey, baby i'm i'm gonna have to go agree with ingrid uh, i'm going with brett because i'm, I'm running off the the, the the character's deaths in my head. I think Brett is the only one you actually saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Brett and uh, Kane, their deaths are the only ones well, that well, you actually, yeah. Okay, scratch that. Scratch it, Kane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kane. Uh, yeah, especially when, when, you, when you see the, uh, the, 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 the fear on the other actors' faces. And then you read that none of them knew what was going on. So that's that's what makes it even better. And Ash uh, knew it because he called well, it. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so, because yeah, he called it Kane. John Hurt baby. had John Hurt had to have known. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian, uh, whoever played Ash. Uh, Ian Holm. Ian Holm. Ian Holm. Yeah, he had to have known. And the guys under the table. <laughs> well, who were doing it? They do. <laughs> the puppeteers. <laughs> but everybody else had no clue, and that's why that scene is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Just the genuine terror you see on their faces. Yes, 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 yes. Scratching my original time, I'm going with King. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, guys, I don't have any more um, questions, but I do have five uh, final facts. And okay. uh, these were actually all good. Um, the first fun fact is, according to Yafit Kato, Sir Ridley Scott told him to annoy Sir Sigourney Weaver off camera so that there would be genuine tension between their characters. Yeah. And Kylo regretted this because he really liked Weaver, you know. And, mm -hmm. and who would who wouldn't? I, I mean, Sigourney Weaver seems like she is a very down to earth woman. Yeah. They he had to they had to source it. You have to source it some you have to get that feeling from somewhere and and utilize that feeling but it has to be genuinely done by the character oh yeah yeah i i understand you know i understand about the method acting because you know and mm -hmm. and there are a lot of method actors um the, the one guy from the one guy yeah. from texas chainsaw massacre who was in the wheelchair i heard mm -hmm. that he was an a-hole out, out even outside of the film because that was what you know that was what the character was he was whiny he was you know mm -hmm. a, a spoiled brat if you will and so that's what right. he acted like outside of the film because he was that's how you know it, it and it, i've heard many many other stories you know about actors yeah. doing that how many tears when leatherface got <laughs> well, I plead the fifth. No. <laughs> first reaction was yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that's that's a great. Well, if you guys want to know my answer to that question, you guys are gonna have to go uh listen to the podcast I did on it last year, okay? <laughs> Um, my fun fact number two is uh, Sir Ridley Scott stated that in casting the role of Ripley, it ultimately came down to two actresses, Meryl Streep and Sigourney Weaver. The two, actresses, the two actresses had been college mates at Yale, and ultimately Weaver was uh, uh, offered the job because Streep was actually mourning the death of her partner um uh john okay. gazelle at the time of casting yeah that makes sense and um my fun fact number three is for the aliens appearance on the shuttle the set was built around bajoli uh bajoli badejo who, who did in fact play the alien play uh, the giving so him they and, whole thing around him? huh they built the whole thing around him yep giving him an infected hiding place. However, extricating himself from the hiding place proved to be more difficult than anticipated. I was going to say that. Had yeah, to the, the alien yeah. suit tore several times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my because fun fact number four is Sidley, uh, Sir Ridley Scott cites three movies as the shaping influence on on this movie on this particular wow. movie which is alien uh star wars episode uh four a new hope mm -hmm. which was um made in 1977 and 2001 yeah. uh, a space odyssey which was made in 1968 for their depiction of outer space 
But mm-hmm. he also cites the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, you know, I just got through, you know, talking about, which was uh, done in 1974 for its treatment of horror. So, you know, he has yeah. these space movies, and, but he also has this horror movie that, you know, that he, you know, really took no, notice of, you know, for this movie. Right. And my fun fact number five is Harrison Ford turned down the role of Captain Dallas. So Harrison Ford could have been Harrison. uh, I mean, Harrison Ford could have been Dallas instead of Tom Skier. He could have picked the part. I believe that. He could have done it. Yeah, he could have. But he was probably, I mean, remember, this was made back in 1979. So I'm sure mm-hmm. Star Wars, you know, was being was made. They're probably filming Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have come to the sad part of of the um, podcast: the cast and crew that has passed away. And uh, yeah. I'm telling you guys, out of the seven of the crew, only three are alive. Wow. Only three are still alive. Well, I know uh, Yafet Kato passed away. Yes. And, yeah. and Richard, is, remember last was year. Is he passed away a week after we did the podcast? Yes. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yes. Me, me and Richard and um, Kasten Scoodrich, um, mm-hmm. Matt Latz, and Leslie Dean herself. Leslie Dean, Leslie Dean herself was uh we had uh talked about freddie said the final nightmare and one of the um thing uh one of the people who we talked about the most was yafikado and yeah. he that was on march 12th i want to say it was march 12th that we um sure yeah i i think sure. it was march 12th because he died on the 15th uh, yeah. yep he died on yeah. the 15th and boy, was I, I was like, my mind was blown. My mind was blown. I said, we were just talking about him. We were just talking about him. And, and to, Leslie had so many great stories. About she did. She did. I, um, listeners and Miss Ingrid, if you go back and listen to Freddie said Final Nightmare, that was, that was actually a pre, a really 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 yeah. good episode, yeah. and yeah. and it is actually a tribute to Yafikado because, uh, uh, like me and Richard was saying, you know, we were we actually talked the most about him, and so did right. Leslie. She had a lot of stories about him, a lot, and That's and cool. we just yeah he was just um uh yeah he was talked about he was talked about um. Dan O'Bannon was the writer. You know, he he wrote the screenplay and everything. Uh, And he also, uh, you know, he directed Return of the Living Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, me and and Miss Ingrid talked about the Return of the Living Dead. So, Um, Mm -hmm. with uh, with Jay Bullington and Keith Carcino. Uh, Dan O'Bannon, he passed away on December 17th. 2009 from complications of Crohn's disease. He was 63 mm. years old. 
And then Harry Dean, Harry Dean Stanton, he plays Brett, or he played Brett. He passed away on September 15, 2017, uh, 2017. And he was 91 years old. My God, he was old. I mean, he was an old, I mean, older guy when he got the part in Aliens. Yeah. Uh, Ian Holm, he plays Ash, the, the android. Uh, he passed away on June 19, 2020, at the age of 88. Mm. He was treated for prostate cancer in 2001 oh. and was also diagnosed with Parkinson's. So he That's got cool. a double whammy. Made a hell of a great hobbit, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he <it> did. <laughs> and uh, uh, Yase Kaido, we were just talking about Yase Kaido. Um, he played Parker. Uh, he passed away on March 15th. Yep, March 15th, Richard. Um, 2021 at the age of 81. I couldn't believe how, how old he was. I didn't know that he was 81 years old. I don't know why I thought he was in his 70s. I thought he was in his 70s also. Uh, oh, and um, <clears throat> Balaji Badajo or Badijo, that might be his name. He, yeah, yes, he yes. He was in the suit. Uh, yes, he played the alien. He passed away on December 22nd, 1992, of sickle cell anemia. Uh, he was, yeah, he was 39 years old. I know all about that sickle cell anemia. Uh, my fian- my fiance's um, best friend's son. He was 39 when he died? Yes, sir, he was 39. And what year? Uh, what year was that? Uh, 1992. 92. Mm-hmm. How old was he when they were filming Alien? He was 20. <laughs> he was, was either 25 or 26. All right, guys. Uh, let's see. Uh, Helen Horton. She played the voice of Mother. Uh, she oh. passed away oh. on September 28, 2007, at the age of 83. Yeah, uh, I like voice. Eddie Powell, uh, he plays the alien too, but he was uncredited. He passed mm-hmm. away on August 11th, um, 2000. He was 73 years old. Oh, oh. Uh, Gordon Carroll, he was one of the producers. He passed away on September 20th, 2005 at the age of 77. David Geiler, he was another producer. He passed away on December 19, 2020, at 77 years old. Jerry Goldsmith, who, who did the music for um, Alien, he died on July 21, 2004, at the, age of, uh, at the age of 75 from cancer. Oh, he did some great music. <clears throat> he yeah. did. Uh, Derek Valent. He was the cinematographer. He passed away on February 23rd, 2010. He was 77 years old and he uh, uh, he died after a short illness. And uh, Terry Rawlings, he was the editor. He passed away on April 23rd, 2019 at the age of 85. Uh, Peter Weatherly, he was another editor. He passed away on September 15th at the age of 85. 
Uh, no year was given for him, though. Um, but he was born in 19, 1930. So if you guys are any good at math, because I'm not, you guys can... <laughs> You guys could probably uh, tell me the year. Uh, Mary Goldberg, she did the casting. She died on September 7th, 2017. And now we uh, move on to my grouper's reaction. Now, um, I always ask my group members, uh, 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 you know, uh, questions about the movie, uh, and you know, I I go um if there's more than three, I'll pick three to um uh to you know read aloud on the on yeah. the podcast. So so uh, let me see. I didn't write them down, but I have my phone with me right now. So I let me go to uh, my group page so I can uh, see if anybody. Uh, wrote any answers for me. Let me see. Oh, well, I only have two. Uh, Kevin actually answered, uh, and and we all we already know his answer, right? He, the face hugger, <laughs> the face hugger is his uh, least favorite. Um, I, that's what I asked the group. I asked the group which character was your least favorite in the horror movie Alien. And of course, we already know what Kevin Steven, he, he told us the face hugger was his, um, was his least favorite. Mm-hmm. And Lise Hunt says the doctors after she woke up, and I'm not really sure what she's speaking of. The doctor? Yeah, that's what she said. She's mm-hmm. doing the- The only character I can think about uh, is, is Ash. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I'm not sure if that's what she meant or not. I'm gonna have to ask her. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> so, uh, but those are the only two answers that I got. So, well, guys, uh, before um, I let you guys go, because I know uh, time has been well spent and it's like 9:38, and my fiance will probably kill me. Uh, but <laughs> but I do want to um, acknowledge um, the um, Buffalo uh, supermarket uh, killings. And um, uh, um, this episode is dedicated to, to them. Um, I, I do want to say to the families, if anybody is listening um, to this podcast that had a family member that was killed by this um Fool of a 18 year old. Um, I, I just want to say um, I'm very sorry, you know, for your loss. And, and um, if if there, uh, you know, truth be told, I have not really made any money from this podcast in the three years that I've been doing it. I have not made any money. But if I do happen to get any money for this episode, I am going to find a. Uh, a charity. I don't. I don't know if anybody has, you know, um, done a charity or you know something for the um, Buffalo um, shootings. But if they have, and if I make any money from this episode, I will be donating it to them. So, um, 
uh, guys, uh, I, everybody listening, you know, that has a family member member that was touched by that tragedy, um, just just know that you're in my prayers. So, and uh, uh, um, I pray that we can get these guns off the street, you know. So, uh, but um, uh, next week, guys, I was supposed to be doing Saw 2 with um, um, my fiance was going to be in it and uh, or on that episode. And I was going to talk about it with Nathan Dilla and his wife, Amanda Dilla, and my best friend, Danistra Murray, and her husband, um, who she don't even, she doesn't even like scary movies. But she saw Saw too, and she really liked it. And I said, "Well, you have to be on my uh, on my uh, podcast because, because I love this. <laughs> I love that she doesn't even watch scary yeah. movies, but she likes Saw too. I love that. But um, uh, but uh, Nathan and Amanda are moving um the day after, so um they 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 won't be able to be a part of it. So. Uh, what better way to say what better way to say goodbye to your old place than to have a discussion about salt? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it worked out perfectly because my mom actually wants to go out of town next weekend. So yeah. so it worked out very, very well. We're hoping to go to San Antonio. Um, but we might not get there because everything is so high now. Everything is so high. So the price, the gas alone. Oh yes. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? But um but yeah, so um so we might be sticking close to home. We might just, you know, find a good hotel um here. Cause you know, we have the Gaylord here. And you know, the Gaylord is actually that's like a city within a hotel. If you will, okay. I, I went to listen. I, me and my mom stayed at one in Tennessee. That was oh my gosh, that was a great we, hotel. We stayed at the Embassy Suites. Uh, I think uh, I think Hilton owns that. The at the Embassy Suites, but oh yeah, it was gorgeous. Oh yeah, oh, oh my great. gosh, yes, Embassy Suites. That what that, that is a good hotel too. Yeah, that it was, is. Uh, that's probably, a great one. one. Of the best hotel experiences I've had in this place. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, shoot the um the Hyatt that we stayed at for the Texas Frontier weekend, Miss Ingrid. That wasn't you know nothing to talk about. I mean, they they actually have a great you know hotel. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love the room. One of these, I mean, one of these days, one of these years, I swear, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get down. <laughs> yes, yes, Richard, you have to. You have to. We loved it. We loved it. I know we didn't get to talk about it much on this um episode, but me and Miss Ingrid, we we loved uh Texas right now weekend. Yeah, that was yes. birthday too. Yes, yes, yes. Well, guys, I, I, I would love to stay on here more. Believe me, I would love it. But I, I'm the, oh, excuse me, guys. I know um that my fiance and my son are waiting on me. So, but guys, um, I have a, this week off coming up. But the week after that, 
I forget what movie I'm doing. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I do know it's June 10th, but I forget what movie I'm doing. <laughs> oh. So of course yeah. I forgot. So of course I forget um who I'm doing it with. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so Stay t- so if you guys do have my group page, if you guys are on my group page, stay tuned for that because I will be, you know, I'll, I'll be putting that information out there tomorrow. Um, yeah. Because, because I seriously cannot remember what I'm talking about on June 10th. <laughs> Nor can I remember who I'm doing it with. <laughs> So, so stay tuned, guys, to my group page. And if you guys are not a part of my group page, I am on Facebook. Um, uh, you just uh, go to Facebook, put Horror Movie Warriors in the search engine. It should come right on up. And, right. and just join. Join. Uh, Ingrid is one of my admins. So she will be, you know, and now that she's graduated from acting school, she'll be on the page a lot more now, I'm sure. So um, uh, if I don't, uh, if I don't approve you or Miss Ingrid doesn't approve you, I have five other admins that will. So just go ahead and push that join button and we will accept you. That's right. uh, Well, until June the 10th, guys. I will be back June the 10th. I do know that. Uh, I'll be back June the 10th uh, with another podcast episode. So stay tuned, guys. And uh, until then, this has been Latrice Carter, Miss Ingrid uh, Hubert, Mr. Richard Moyland, and Mr. Kevin Stevens in his absence. And we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night. Bye, guys.